Who comes to a recorded interview and is like, you know what? Today's the day. <laughs> I'm going to bust out that vocabulary. I'm going to record myself saying this for the internet. <laughs> I've had it. This will be good promotion for that, my band. That won't, that won't come back on me in any bad way at all. You're so fucking good. Yeah, no. he knows. He knows. Oh, my God. That's funny. Knows what? <laughs> Some good bread. Man. You're going to learn today. You're going to learn today. Yeah. <laughs> God, this beer is so good. Yeah, it is. I like that green zebra. Green zebra. I can't believe this fucking heathen is switching between Founders, Diet Coke, Diet Coke red and wine, Red Wine. He's a man of many tastes. You know. <laughs> That's the nice way of putting it. Cabernet, Diet Coke. No. Now you just need to make a mixed Olay. drink with all that stuff. I hate this. Why my stomach doesn't like me? <laughs> Some good ass bread. It's what uh, allows me to scream and sing at the same time. <laughs> this the the cocktail of liquid <laughs> things. That's the elixir for screaming. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we call a Brompton cocktail, folks. <laughs> okay. okay. At, at Brompton cocktail slang for uh, drugs that a doctor gives you. To kill oh, yourself. okay. Uh, anyways, Damn. with that said, welcome to the Tin Junkies podcast. My name is Nick. My Are we recording right now? My name is Tyrell. Oh, dude, I'm just moaning into this microphone because I'm eating this bread. It's all right. <laughs> so good. Well, that's all good. We are here with Adam Macadamia. That's not right. It's No? I think it's... Close. A dumb academy. Guys. That, and that's not right either. Guys. It's Autumn Academy. Come on. Oh. There we go. Oh, that's, that's, that sounds way better than... We call up? it Bottom Academy, but... <laughs> Lobotic you know. Like booty Lobotomy. or like we get Fs? Lobotomy. Oh, whatever you want to believe. Ooh, Lobotomy Academy. No, it doesn't work. Uh, dude, I really wish I would have. Butts. butts. <laughs> we like butts. Yeah. I'm still like mad that the other day I didn't say Tuesday assless. I know. I, you told me that earlier, and I'm legitimately upset that you didn't, because that's like a golden opportunity. Anyways, how's it going, guys? Pretty good. Pretty good, yeah. You guys are from Niles, right? Mm-hmm. That's like, unfortunate. Good old Michigan. Good old Michigan. How long <laughs> take you guys to get here? 45 minutes. Nice, but but the same trip that I make. Yeah, except Niles is just like a little bit bigger than that in the green. <laughs> okay, <laughs> only a little bit. All right. Well, anyways, uh, <laughs> first question I'd like to ask our guest is, uh, what is your favorite episode of Frasier? <laughs> Hell, now this is a question. Mine is I the one mine. where there's a misunderstanding. Well. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wonderful question. First, clarify me. What is Frasier? What? <laughs> oh, hell no. It's Ouch. hell it's no. It's my age. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm upset. And that's the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. This, this was at, this was at know, academia. Fuck out. <laughs> all I know is that the theme song talks about scrambled eggs. And, okay, there we go. And I'm all about that. So I'd say every episode just because of that. They're calling again. Anyways, you guys don't need to know about that. Yeah, it's all right. That's actually not the first question we ask here. Uh, the first question we actually like to ask is, what was the first concert you ever attended? Ooh. First concert for me was Skid Row Firehouse Opened. Dude, Sk- someone else said Skid Row the other day. Yeah, that was a uh, split to hmm. No, Skid Row was second. Yeah, yeah because his first was Huey Lewis. And, and he was embarrassed else. for some reason. Hell yeah. I love yeah. Huey Lewis. I'll go Huey Lewis over Hell Skid yeah, Row all day, any day. every day, dude. You said Firehouse, too? Mm-hmm. My dad really likes them. Yeah, it was a cool show. It was awesome. Super loud, though. That seems but appropriate. There's a lot of hairspray in there. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. 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 That made it hard to breathe. Very sweaty. <laughs> I'm pretty sure mine... Was it called Aquanet? 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aquanet. I think mine was like friggin' Alan Jackson or something when I was five. Oh no shit. You know. Which, you know. That's a respectable name, though, at least. It's not, at least it's not Garth Brooks. Yeah. Ain't hey, nothing Ooh. wrong with Garth fucking Brooks. That man dude. is you a look serial like killer. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> no, I got that from your mom's house podcast. Tom Segura started that that rumor. He's a I only killer. I only like Garth Brooks because he didn't get famous till he was already in his mid thirties, and I'm like, there's still a chance. No, personal reasons. It's like if Garth Brooks can do it, I can fucking do it. <laughs> look up well, that him. that dude doesn't age either. Have you seen no. a recent picture of him? He still looks like he's in his mid thirties. Yeah, or something. right. Because like, he's sucking blood out of children. That's why. Ah, he's, a, back, he's a monster. I believe I read that in yeah. uh, National Geographic. Yep. <laughs> okay, before, um, normally I'd be like, right now I'd ask you guys to start at the beginning, but uh, just in case we don't get to it, I want to make sure we get to it. Did something happen at Hardy's the other night? Oh, yes. Yep. It, yeah, yeah. I was some, at that show and Tyrell, was, uh, I was like, oh, we got to let him talk about it. He's like, what happened? I was like, yeah, I wasn't there. The yeah, they won't I tell me. So I'm in right, 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 right. business. From the horse's mouth. <laughs> Here's the full story right here. So we were Spaceships was there, right? Spaceships was there. Yes. And show. Element Indigo. Mm-hmm. Those two bands are very cool. Really like their sets. Cool guys. Very fun to hang out with. Um, we were playing our set. Some random drunk guy who was Drunk for sure, and I think he was on something. He definitely, when he told me a story, he said, a meth head. Yes. <laughs> yes. Also, that was a phrase well, he used. A gentleman was, I would cl- <laughs> classify as meth head <laughs> approached me. A meth man, if you will. A meth man, if you will. So, yeah, I mean, his face was all breaking out and stuff, and he was like super like, you know. Ooh. And I'm pretty sure he was missing a good portion of his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so we were playing our set, right? Um, about four-fifths of the way through the set. Um, halfway through a song, the dude just comes up. He's like starting to push people around, jumps into the speaker system, which is about almost the uh, the height of the ceiling right here. The speakers start to tip over. He like hits my microphone, spills his, uh, spills his beer all over my pedals. My water goes everywhere. Um, the speakers are still kind of tilting over. It almost, you know, knocks over onto my guitar. Um, my wireless microphone, my $500 miles, wireless um, microphone no, hits the floor. Um, he like kind of pushes the bassist kind of out of the way from his spot, grabs his mic and just starts screaming into it. Oh and then like God. everything's all messed up and we were pissed, dude. Were it you was the, horrible. Were you the, the headliner? Second. 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 Spaceships was after oh us. My. Yeah. And the speakers he tipped over. Um, they were strapped down, or else they would have actually like. Oh, they, they would have. Right. Yeah. that would have been horrible. Like, been his life. Jan was pissed. Oh yeah, uh, I they kicked him to out. Talk to him. Yeah, he was definitely kicked yeah, out. Yeah, they and grabbed he, him out. He had the nerve to come back afterwards. After we were all loaded <laughs> up and stuff, he came around the back because he wasn't allowed back inside. Yeah, and we yelled at him outside, and he was just like, he was kind of like, mm-hmm, whatever, you know. But and just we we're like, no, oh, dude, what's wrong with you? You know what you did? You he doesn't. People don't understand, like. It's a microphone. Like you said, it's a $500 wireless microphone. Yeah. He just bought one, and I know he's stressed out. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm going to break mine myself, now, so that'll be a problem when I get to that. So. But just think how famous your band would be if you would have died by those speakers. If they would have uh, crushed you, instant fame. I guess you're right, True. man. I guess yeah. you're right. Great True. press. We can... Make we it happen have again. The one surviving member on here. <laughs> yeah. And then the speaker fell. He crushed my band. That's just one of those. My like, band. <laughs> I think I read the room situation, right? Like, I don't understand. Like, with all the people 
and the type of music being played, at what point was he like, yeah, dude, I need to go break a bunch of shit and then start screaming into the mic up on stage for the he band. What, it yeah. when, uh, at, when he had the nerve to come up uh, to us after our set and when we were, we were all loaded up and everything. Um, he came up and he was talking about it and we were like, why would you even do that? That's the dumbest possible thing you could do and you're just an idiot for doing that. You understand <laughs> that, right? And he was like, yeah, I'm not proud of it, but... You know, honestly, it's just to get back at Hardy's, man. I don't, I don't, I don't like what they're doing here, and they're very picky and choosy. And I'm like, what? Why take it so out on me? So you come though? after us and our gear and stuff, and the sound guy, like he's knocking over the speakers, and that's the sound guy's stuff. Yeah, Blake's like, stuff. Like that's nothing to do with Hardy's or you know their establishment. Yeah. You know necessarily, it's just affecting the people that just try to come out and have a good time and like give everybody awesome. else a good time. That's just stupid. You should have murdered him. That's what and we like, almost okay. honestly like, I would also argue that Hardy's is a pretty um, open and accepting yeah. bar yeah. and yeah. venue. Yeah. It's not my favorite place to go see a show, mm-hmm. but there is nothing wrong with Hardy's at yeah. all. No. Jan is one hell of a nice guy. Jan mm-hmm. is a wonderful, ni- wonderfully nice yeah. person. Yeah, all the people... They were really cool. Jan actually let us film part of our music video there too, mm-hmm. which was yeah. really cool. It's you know, if we wouldn't have had that, <laughs> we don't know what we would have done for a whole portion of the music video. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he was really Very cool. Oh, you place. guys got that on video? Oh no 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 no. no. Oh. Well, actually, there's a security camera. That's Did you get up. it? I don't have it. Ah. I don't have it yet. I'm talking to We're Jan. Working Jan on will it, give though. it to you. I know he will. He's, he's as long really as nice. it's not like a 24 hour DVR. If it's like a 48 hour, I think I have enough time to. to you know, grab the footage, and if I do, I'll definitely send it your way. And yeah, then, and then and you got to use out. it for a music video. Mm-hmm. Don't you? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, <laughs> for sure, absolutely. <laughs> That'd be sweet. Absolutely. Like, watch as I almost lost my life. Well, I'm sorry that that happened. <laughs> yeah, it was horrifying because, like, from my perspective, I don't know, you know, if it was actually that close to tipping over, but it was definitely like it was going. They're man. big enough that if they move at all, I'm panicking. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh god, and they were strapped down. Mm-hmm. I know that you know maybe not the sub would have fallen over the very bottom portion, but yeah. the top speaker definitely would have. My guitar was right there. My pedal board is right there. I was right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like everything was right there. It's not a very big place, right? No. You know, so. You don't have a lot of space to move around. If that would have tipped over, that would have been really bad. Apparently, he also, like, he almost tipped over the other side, too, onto the audience. Yeah. And I guess yeah. it, like, really was starting to, like, almost fall over before it came back. Because that, like, like, that's narrow. That would have hit a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because oh, they're yeah. all packed in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no oh, yeah. You can't really there. avoid that, you know, honestly. That's also why Hardy's is a good place to shoot a music video, because it makes it look like there's a lot of people mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why uh, their hometown, the Skunk's Nest, was such a successful little venue, because they'd pack out, and there'd be like 100 people there. It seemed like you're playing for thousands. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's cool. the trick. Well, guys, uh, let's take it to the beginning, then. Uh, when was Autumn Academy formed? Oh man, this it's is you two and one other person, right? Uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, me and Andrew who are here right now, and then it's also our bassist Brandon Cromer. Love a good three piece. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a pretty long story on how we came together, um, but to summarize it quickly, I was in a band started about maybe five six years ago. Uh, we were forty five to Argus for quite a while. Um, yes, mm. yes. Okay. I so, w- I never saw that band, but I saw that name tag everywhere. It was uh, it was at Hardee's. It was at Cheers. I was like, was it at Hardee's? Yeah, or not Hardee's. Um, it was RJ's. Oh, yep. At old RJ's, yep. that was one of the biggest fuck. I was like, who the hell are these guys? <laughs> Every time they're like, oh yeah, they were here last week. I'm like, I always fucking miss them. <laughs> it's us. Yep, that was us. <laughs> Surprise. Um, yeah. So that band was around for quite a while. We went through so many different people. It was just me at the end, of course. So I went through like three different drummers, four different drummers until we got him. 
um, like two or three different bases, like a lot of people it went through. And then from um, in retrospect, looking at it from like when we started to how it you know actually turned out at that point in time, we were like, this is a completely different thing. This is nowhere near the same vibe, the same style, the same, you know, emotional level that, you know, it was. So we were just like, this is a whole new band. Let's just, you know, scratch it out, start a new band with our current vibe. And, you know, that's how we kind of came up with Autumn Academy. Where did the name come from? Like, where, what inspired that? So we knew we wanted to do something kind of with um, birds in a way. So owls were our choice at that point in time. Mm-hmm. And we were kind of bouncing around with some owl names, you know, some different like aviary stuff, you know, trying right. to think of something clever. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how we got to it, but it uh, kind of led us on a trail over to autumn uh, because it's like owls are kind of spooky. They can be kind of spooky. They're uh, absolutely fall, spooky. Fall is our favorite time of the year. So we're like, oh, fall is kind of spooky. So it kind of segued right into there. Um, and then autumn academy. We like the word academy. Because we don't see that name used too much with bands mm-hmm. um, or band names, rather. So we just stuck Autumn Academy. We said, oh, it rolls off the tongue easy. Um, easy logo, AA. And we like put it together. Actually, um, whoever's listening right now cannot really see this because I'm pulling <laughs> Makes up for a picture. great radio. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm pulling a picture on my phone. But just so you guys know, um, it's very cool. Um, my mom pointed this out. She was like, you guys should do something like this. Um, she looked up the symbol for autumn and let me pull up this symbol versus our logo here just so you guys can kind of see what i'm what i'm talking about if i can pull it up please oh you're good links and pictures in the doobly-doo <laughs> it's funny uh <clears throat> nick was messaging me today he's like oh there's only gonna be two guys from aa and i was like I was like, um, Nick, you're not allowed to bring your uh, AA buddies to our That means something different to me, man. I was like, exactly. Oh, American Airlines. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, I went straight to Alcoholics Anonymous. It's, I was like, well, we got fucking drunks coming on the show. It's today. a good joke. It is a good joke. So, um, back at this, this is the ancient symbol for autumn right there. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And this is our logo. Oh, so it goes. It was not intentional. Well, uh, we we based it off the logo, but the double A structure just came out of nowhere. It just happened to fit right in there. Synchronicity. So it was like it was just perfect. It just kind of happened. So obviously we you know have it's not so curvy. Mm -hmm. At least that's a curvy version of it. Um, There's some more like straight edge ones with hard corners and stuff. But you know it's very very close. We have, yeah, it's it's cool. So we were very happy with Mm -hmm. how it turned out, Um, and we like the name. We like the vibe that we get off of it. It really opens up the door um, in our mind to kind of express different ideas, you know, kind of more of the spooky side of things, which we really like. So it just goes right down a path we love. So Hail Satan. Yes. Uh, cool. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Time for bread. Carb up, boys. Carb, Carb up. up. Hell yeah. Mm. Um, yum, yum. It's about to turn to an ASMR. Everybody's going to be eating bread, crackers, and cheese. <laughs> Anybody have any pickles or like... Pickles? You know, <laughs> like the, yeah, the like pickle crunch. lady. Get out. It's a crunch. <laughs> Like a hamburger pickle, pickle thing. <laughs> we'll do it with the onions thing. instead. Uh, what do you guys say are some of your inspirations, influences on the music that you make? Well, in terms of like our actual style, it's kind of hard to pinpoint like who we are inspired by. But um, I know that we're we're all big fans of Deftones and. Uh, Nothing more, oh, kind of yes. the heavier bands. But when you listen to our music, you know, 
like sometimes it's heavy, but other times we're like, you know, really poppy or, you know, got have a lot of punk influences. I know that we all like Green Day and, and yeah, stuff like too. that. Um, we just, we love blending different styles. So like, you know, pop, punk, pop punk. <laughs> just get ready to like, uh, pop punk, pop and, punk. And we're really, yeah, we like the heavy stuff. We like electronic stuff. Um, hip hop even, you know, we, we're really, we take everything in and sort of, you know, blend based our, base our style off of all those different influences. Mm-hmm. I kind of, I watched a uh, video with uh blink One Eighty Two yesterday and they were like, yeah, we kind of, yeah, they call us pop punk, but we all lit, we listen to like everything and we wouldn't really classify our sound as one genre anymore you mean like, alkaline 182 <laughs> yeah uh. the, the, the album we put out is just like it's just music we like it's not really anything we wouldn't put it with anything because this is just an amalgamation of what we like, like right right, right yeah. for sure all right yeah. mark and that's Still the important thing too you know it's just that like we, we don't make music to you know form ourselves or box ourselves into a specific genre like some other bands do if that works for them that's cool mm-hmm. that's not a good method for us we like to just make something up on the spot and if we're like dude that sounds cool let's just go for it then we just go for it we don't really care if it's Riff like it out. a thing you know because mm-hmm. like he said you know we listen to all different types of music we'll listen to dance gavin dance we'll yes. bounce over to um metallica you know we'll go yes. up to 21 pilots i'm wearing a shirt right now 21 pilots it's, it's, hey guys, it's all over the place i like that shirt <laughs> <laughs> they hate 21 pilots and they all the time. They we, like we just had a post the other day about like what's a band that makes you change your radio station and his was 21 pilots, <laughs> <is> 21 pilots. <laughs> i can't say i've ever heard one song by them then why do you hate them because i because you're a bandwagon girl. No, because I just... No. Uh, he was a bandwagon girl. Because he hate pilots. I'll say it, even though he's right here. The people who wear 21 pilot shirts, I don't normally get along with. There, I said it. Dude, okay. Exception. So, there are some weird 21 pilots fans, okay? See, I am, see, okay. I'm a fanboy 21 pilots. There are some weird fans out there, dude. I've talked to a couple of them. Not at a show or anything. I've been to a couple of concerts. Mm-hmm. It didn't happen there, but like at my place of work, I work at Guitar Center in Mishawaka. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, some people come out and sometimes there are fans of 21 Pilots and they are so weird. <laughs> it is obsessive. It is crazy, dude. Uh, it, yeah. I cannot talk to some well, of these people. 21 Pilots was like, <clears throat> was an artist that I tried not to like. Yeah. Like you do. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I try and do. I hate it. to the darkness. When someone's like, hey, you should look at this band. I bet you'll like them. I'm like, no, I won't. And then I don't listen to them at all because I'm like, they can't be right. They can't be right. And then I <laughs> wait until I forget about it and I hear them. I'm like, Hey, have you heard this band? Like, hey, I told you about, about that two months ago. Well, oh, yeah. I think. Say what? That's like about time you listen to Menzingers. Yeah. I finally got it, around to enjoying them. It definitely. Okay. So my hatred definitely started from a bad place. Like, uh, the first time someone ever approached me, I'd never heard 21 Pilots. I'm like, oh, you like underground music? You should listen. I was like, you should listen to 21 Pilots. It's like, I'm pretty sure they're on every radio station ever. Right really not yeah. at all. Um, and then in the future, I met, I, I know a guy named Josh. I'm going to just call you out, dude. Um, he's been to like six 21 Pilots concerts. Man. And he really, like, really, really likes that band. I would assume so. That band. Six times. And <laughs> it's uncomfortable. 
the way he likes that band and it made me uncomfortable and then it made me uncomfortable listening to 21 pilots after that so i'm just more like i'm good 21 pilots if you hear this this is all a big joke and we would love to have you on the yeah show. we just love you yeah. hey, we love to ah. have you but josh really loves you yeah josh, yeah, really, josh really loves you a lot i've only been to three shows so he, i've never seen Oh yeah, they're very very good. <laughs> I saw this one video where the drummer he was um, drumming in synchronicity with a hologram of himself, mm-hmm. and it was really cool. And then at the end, the holograms like head blew up. Yeah, they put on like a really big theatrical. It was thing, neat, which is actually really cool. Yes. So I'll see your hologram drummer, and I'll raise you the vocalist of Nothing More getting on the Scorpion oh and doing that weird fucking techno thing, whatever the fuck that thing is. Hologram yeah. Tupac. That shit blew my <laughs> mind. I was like, what is this? Yeah, the last show um, of Nothing More that I went to was up. Oh, that Actually, was. Uh, I think we all went together. Yeah, right? we did. That was yeah. up in Grand Rapids, wasn't it? That was. That was like. Uh, did they do was, the Scorpion in yeah. what yep. venue? It was the one right next to the Van Andel. Uh, Twenty Monroe Live. Yes. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. They did the they did the Scorpion in there. Yep. Oh, yep. Nice. The ceiling was high enough for that. Yeah, yeah, best show of Nothing More that I've been to. I think it's probably my favorite concert ever. Honestly, they're so good live, it, and that it, dude's vocals uh, are nutty. Yeah, that was super, We're super so nutty cool. And wacky. Yeah. Honestly, my favorite show is a toss-up between that last Nothing More show and the last Twenty One Pilots show, just because it was so good. You know, tying back in with <laughs> the yep, yep. <laughs> all right, all tying, right. tying no back judgment. in with the you influence like like. thing. <clears throat> I'm partial to Nothing More, and but I, if they if they've got a hologram, that's I mean, one that's fucking money. That costs money. Oh yeah, they, cool. they do ridiculous yeah, and if, stuff. I mean, and the old boy wants to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I'll talk I can't, to you for hours about 21 Pilots later. I can't later. really talk I, shit because I've never been to a show. I do that to people like, oh, you think that band's bad? Have you ever listened to them? No. I'm like, well, then. So, put the knife down, Nick. Always got a knife. Put the it, knife down. Nick? It's cool if you it's don't down. like them. They, they bounce around a whole lot with, with genres and stuff, and they just kind of do their own thing. It's cool. Well, I mean, some songs are meh. Some songs are, yeah, really cool. Um, you like what you like. Too. I, just I, think, I think Blurry Face is really solid. It's a pretty solid album. And then the yeah. one where it looks like it's like black and white. It looks like he's blown his brains out with all the like brains are in colors. He's like on the edge of the bed. I can't. It has Johnny Boy on it. Oh, that's uh, the self-titled. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh Way to seal that with a pretty bow, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Anyways, Alex. Andrew. <laughs> Alex I missed it. What? Oh, you were gonna say something? Oh, because A's, yeah. No, oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I remember now. <laughs> you said what? Oh yeah. No, I lost. it. Spaced out. No, uh, yeah, like those two bands really. When you're talking, you know, tying back to the influence thing, uh, more than just the style of music, like I'd say those are the two bands that influence as far as their like stage performance, Ooh. and because because you know we're like we're really interested in trying to put on a show that's not just us up on a stage playing music like we want to entertain people and do weird stuff you know so Mm -hmm. what a perfect segue because where did you guys come up with the little drum bit that you guys do Mm, no idea honestly we (sighs) like was it something that just like you were fooling around at practice, and then it just kind of happened, and you're like, "We gotta implement this into the live show." Into the live show. That's that's actually how it was, and I, I'm pretty sure that's how it came to be. I remember I'm the not, first show that we uh, that we did the drum thing as well. I what was is super yeah. nervous. What is the drum thing? 
Um, they all play drums at the same time. Yeah, so there's a section in our set uh, about halfway through where um, a song cuts out and then he goes into a drums, drum solo. Andrew goes into a drum solo. Um, he does his thing and then um, we just go into a synchronized um, drum bit where we all have toms. Me and uh, the bassist have a tom that we bring out and then we all do thing a performance of drums it's really cool a percussion concussion yeah and it's not just like it's not <laughs> it's like really boom, cool. boom i like that boom, name for it boom yeah concussion, <laughs> concussion. <laughs> very cool trademark hurry and sell it to him hurry 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 <laughs> you guys can have it <laughs> oh damn it Whoa. oh yeah you if heard we it here don't make any money with this podcast we gotta take what we can get <laughs> but chris says he can't have it <laughs> i already gave it to him anyways that's cool yeah, you know, it's, it's, it is cool. Dude. It is cool. It's okay. It's all right. It's no. very, very fun. <clears throat> um, people really have a good reaction to it every time we do it. So we're thankful for that. It's a very good way to break up the set. Sometimes, you know, we can tell that people are getting a little bit meh. They don't really know the songs or they may not like how we're performing or something like right. that. You know, anything can happen. Everybody has different opinions. But it's a good way to bring everybody back and, you know, kind of just like kind of refresh it a little bit. It was very uh it was an eye-opener for me the first time i saw you because i was like what the fuck are they doing and then i was like <laughs> drawn i was like oh my god they're all playing drums right now that it's it's literally no one else does it. it's super unique and it's oh. definitely like a crazy draw thank you and That's i think cool. it's thank a really you. good thing to like to split up the i hate to use this term to make i don't want it to sound degrading but like the monotony of a set of like mm-hmm. especially if people don't know the songs there and they don't know you but like to break it up it'll help rekindle they'll be like oh shit they'll peek their head up mm-hmm. it's a yep. brilliant idea yep. and every single day we're thinking like what else can we do to do that how can we break it up so many times so it's not just you know playing music until we get to the drum solo and then play some more music you know like we want to have like every single bit of the set be a little mm-hmm. bit different so everybody's just like what's going to happen now you know get a t-shirt can and shoot the first person in the front row just right, right, in, the the right in the face <laughs> just, just boom <laughs> that's free merch for you dog <laughs> you can't be mad I ain't paying the hospital <laughs> <I'm fucking out. laughs> point blank t-shirt can <laughs> Kill somebody. <laughs> That's even As your manager, I'm going to suggest you don't do it. Whatever <laughs> nobody sucker. would be at the, in the front row for Whatever our shows fun at sucker. that point. Well, they'd beat them for a while until they're like, yo, they kill someone at every <laughs> show. <laughs> well, they, the first time, like, but they get free first merch. couple times passed because they did that drum thing. That was kind of cool, but we can't have people keep dying here, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, you may be dead, but he's getting put in the grave with a sweet ass tea, dog. That looks dope. <laughs> right. they, it's like stuck. It's even can't signed. Get it out. <laughs> it's like an open casket, just like a shirt. <laughs> in your face, <laughs> stuck. That's some good advertising right there. What it would look like if they pull it out? <laughs> oh my gosh. I gotta write that down. He's like, I gotta write that down. <laughs> um, what is it that drew you guys into playing music to begin with? Like, I'm assuming mm. this uh, 45 to Argus isn't your first endeavor of music. I'm assuming you picked up a guitar at a young age, mm-hmm. played drums, or maybe even started at a different instrument. Could you go into detail about that? Um, when I was a wee lad, um, <laughs> listen awesome. to uh, I listened to a lot of Green Day and Ozzy. And Ozzy is still one of my all-time favorites. Um, that was mostly it. I listened to it and I was like, this is awesome. They're musicians and they make me feel good. I want to be a musician and make people feel good. That's that's it. Thank that, God that for that, that Post Malone guy for really just, uh, yeah, showing, dude, just showing us that unknown artist, Ozzy Osbourne, yeah, right? <laughs> and his one fucking verse, his hook that he did yeah, in dude. that song. Best hook in A. 
It's, a, it's kind of a catchy song. It's, it's, okay. it's definitely catchy, yeah. and I absolutely love Ozzy, Ozzy's part in that song. I listen to that song only for Ozzy's vocals. Did you hear that he's in the hospital again? Yeah, well, he's fucking done. What are you gasping about right now? My cousin just sent me a picture and said, saw this in Indianapolis. <laughs> what? Oh, it's Toon Junkies. <laughs> yeah. Who's posting our stickers in? Sorry to interrupt, good boys, but that's what? Mm, it's okay. Oh, <laughs> You can clearly see that it says Louisiana Lot Lizards on the ah, side. Okay. Are you at? Dang, you guys are getting out there, spreading huh? out. You know, oh, yeah. Louisiana nice. Lot Lizards is basically sponsored by us. We talk about them all the time, and so like I feel like are those on? Is that on their Do merch you like bucket? Every time I die, then you're gonna love be. Louisiana Lot Lizards. Do you like the chariot? Then you're then gonna, you're gonna love, love their stage <laughs> presence. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, I got really excited. We don't I thought do, you nobody were, cares about us. I thought you were cool, about though. to say. Cause he was like, "Do you hear he's in the hospital again?" And then you gasp. I was like, "Oh my god, who's did he a, die?" Who's in the hospital? Uh, what? No, that dude. No, what's his name? The clown Captain, man. He's dead. He died. Captain, yeah. Captain, yeah. yeah. Rip. Argus. Yeah. But we can come back to him. Let's talk about Ozzy. Yeah. Time. Or <laughs> I mean, not necessarily yeah, Ozzy, sure. but let's talk about Brandon and Andrew. Yeah. Andrew. So, what how old it? were you guys when you guys first started playing? I was eleven. Me too. And I think yeah. I think Crummer was eleven too. It's like that magic age nice. that you start playing music. I don't know. I was still playing Legos. I wasn't cool enough to have instruments. Dude, I had Bionicles, man. <laughs> I had some of those. Oh, too. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bionicles sure. are sweet. <clears throat> Hell yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> so glad, glad you're involved. Involved in Sorry. the conversation. He's just on his phone texting, and <laughs> after <laughs> after the conversation, he's like, "Yeah, yeah, man, <laughs> yeah, I love totally." That movie. A minute. <laughs> what? A minute. My uh, the way I kind of found myself into like original rock bands kind of weird because like I started playing in my church's youth group band and like it starts with Jesus yeah so many yeah and it was cool because like there were always a lot of people there so it's like mm-hmm. I got you know all all the straight stage fried out and then I joined this other like hardcore band in the area. And I got kicked out of the church band because I wouldn't quit that band because uh, they were like we're singing about you know Satan and stuff like that. Doesn't sound and, very uh, accepting of the church. <laughs> like, well, Turn we're the singing about key, God. Huh? They're singing about Satan. It cancels out. Right? Yeah, I'm fine. It's I, don't, I don't know if any of the lyrics were actually about Satan, but it definitely was not Christian music. And uh, I was like, I don't want to quit this because this is my first like original thing. I like it. I like you know making up my own you know, drum parts instead of just playing like covers and stuff. So, uh, it was worth it. And it led me to these guys. So, you know, that was all good. Stuff, right? No, that, that Oh God, this was forever ago. Like way back in the day. Um, I think I've been in like three or four bands. Before, you were in kaleidoscope. Uh, kaleidoscope eyes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. My wife fucking loves kaleidoscope eyes. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. His wife. Well, <laughs> my wife. <laughs> Yeah, she loves classical pies. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Too bad I'm not with them anymore. Yeah. <laughs> what do you no, think of Autumn Academy? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and all of our one songs out. Yeah, we have. I have heard you guys, but she has not yet heard you guys. So we'll see what her. Well, we'll is. change that. And if you guys had some speakers out here, we could give you a demo of one oh, of we, our songs. We, we just got. got oh, we're gonna, we were wondering if you guys didn't mind if we played There's beneath at the end here. of uh, the Bluetooth closing out this okay. episode. Like if you email us a wave file mm-hmm. or something like that, we'll gotta close mm-hmm. out the episode with that. Absolutely. Yes. Well, you got something mm. else. Yeah. Unheard. Oh, I mean, mm. they're all rough Maybe. mixes at this point. It's just like 
the mixes that we initially got back from our guy that we hired to mix our stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we we're supposed to listen to it right now and then get like some notes down and then do a revision session with him. So right. it's not done yet at all. There's still things that need to be uh, fixed we'll up. Beneath but... then. Cool. Cool. What'd yeah. you say? We can do that. I said we'll stick with beneath then. Oh, okay. Listen. <laughs> Me listen. Put your phone down, dog. <laughs> phone is down, dog. <laughs> you know, man, dog. I move the remote. Gotta keep an eye on the tab. I'll kill you. <laughs> Don't test you. me, boy. I've been eating hot dogs all day. What the that's fuck a, does a, that mean? <laughs> I've been eating rice and roll cheese and drinking wine, <laughs> beer, and diet cokes. So you're, oh God, you are you know you're perfect combination right there. He's literally like he's like the human form of an Amish bomb right now. Like yeah. everything inside him, if you shook it, it would get real hot and explode. <laughs> Probably. That's usually yeah, what happens, I think. Don't. No, I'm not, I don't want to clean up a mess. It's a bad idea. <laughs> oh, man. I think I have to fart, but I'm then not go sure. Go outside. I'm not going to do it outside. here. Do it in do the it mic. Here. No, do I wouldn't even have to. I did it in we the have, mic once. <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't soundproofed this room, so you would hear it. You would hear it. Just it's not the it. sound that we're worried about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Well, what we're enough, worried about enough. for sure. No, I'll cover it up with my vape, my blueberry. Oh, thank goodness! Time I farted You're an innovator. And I handed it to Steve from Lenorkel, and he talked right into it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he doesn't even know. He's gonna know now. <laughs> oh, no, he doesn't. Sorry, Steve. <laughs> oh, That's true. No. He doesn't listen. Fuck Steve. Oh, this is why I bring my own mic. <laughs> yeah. Because going on see. after bands that you know are just all up on that mic. Sometimes vocalists can get really into it and they've got their mouth all up on it and they're uh, spitty, yeah. you know, and then I grab it and it's warm on the handle, mm-hmm. you know, and then it's moist <laughs> the on the grill. It's all warm. And it's the like, all right, moist. all right. It smells like beer. Yeah. Billy yeah and smoke and stuff. And it's just like, yeah, this is like, this is not good. <laughs> this is gross. Have you seen that picture circulating around? It's like an SM58 or something. And the grill is just like, embedded with all these like nasty oh, yeah. little yeah. particles oh, no. and no, shit. No, no, I've played no, no. I've played no. a couple um places in my life where when we walked up the stage mic was like something out of a horror movie. Mm-hmm. And I was just like everyone plays on this and they and it's had to have been old cuz I've been to a lot of places where like you know the the stage mic's been there a long time, yeah. but it looks like a normal mic, no big deal. You can um, unscrew the head and clean it. Yeah. Um, Let's get a new one. We have yeah, my guitar center for like they're like nothing. Yeah. Eight dollars. It's, it's not that much, honestly. It's like for maybe sure ten. SM58 for a new grill, yeah. Oh, oh grill. for a new grill, yeah. I was like, damn, do yourself. SM58s aren't uh, over a hundred bucks, though. I know. That's why I was like, don't like, come and buy a shit ton of SM58s if they're eight dollars. At the, the Mishawaka Guitar Center. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the one that Ed works at, or Ed Ed Corella. Ed Corella. Oh no, I thought he worked at one. Or no, John Tudor worked. John Tudor worked at one in Mishawaka. Jacob Weisner did or. Jake is working there right now. Mm-hmm. Yep, he started not too long ago, maybe a month. Yeah, ago. it was it was pretty recently, huh? <clears throat> cool. I don't follow anyone on Facebook, so I don't. I know follow about everybody their on lives. Facebook. Especially, he, he asked me for a ride to work once. I was like, dude, I live an hour away. <laughs> <laughs> That's Just weird. Kind of, I, I've told him multiple times that we live very very. I don't close think to he knew. Other. Yeah, so, I don't like, think he knew. That you live, <laughs> but you live really close there. Yeah, I live like two blocks away. And well, you guys work together, so yeah. why wouldn't you just like? I, I don't know. We, we don't talk too much. We talk and work, you know, just like you know, joke around and stuff. Maybe but he's jealous of your. He's just like devilishly good looks and your beautiful oh, voice. Man. I'm part of the. I'm part of the big four. I have no time for peasants. <laughs> it's big five now. Nautilus is part of that. Are you familiar with the big you've four? played one <laughs> show. Doesn't matter. <laughs> 
Say what? Well, there's, there's a meme this, about there's it. There's this thing around this area about there's a bit the the big four big four bands that everybody always books and only books. Well, in in uh, regards to the metal scene, and yeah, yeah. Metal. So uh, like, yeah, yeah. I, I I believe it. There's Lenore probably. Yep. yep. There. Um, yep. Omniscient. Yep. Um, you just said Nautilus. Or are they? No, no. 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 Nautilus, that's my band. We played yet. one show. Beyond the oh, okay. albums, do you think we're playing next week? Uh, not them. No. Not, not yet. yet. As much as I, lo- I love them. Though. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know a lot of the local bands around here. Dirtnap Dogma is on there. Yeah, are they? Yeah. Yep. Uh, they grew fast. They grew a huge grew following fast. really quick, and they're like on every show. Um, and then what's well, Omniscient oh, Lenore, Dirtnap Dogma? And it's either Gun Hands or it's uh, uh, uh yeah. Green Leaves. Green Leaves, yeah. Yeah, Green Leaves isn't even from. Yeah, Green Leaves. I've never Fort heard Wayne. of Green Leaves. Before. They're from Fort Wayne. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. Okay. But they are like. But they play a lot them. up here with mm-hmm. us. We kind of claim them. Well, I've heard a lot of Fort Wayne people say that our scene is more lively than Fort Wayne's. Like it's more, it's there's more bodies, which is interesting because they've got like Sweetwater over there, yeah, and like you know, and they've a, got tons. Of I mean, their population, their like uh, per capita square mile population is larger than Indianapolis in Fort Wayne. Yeah, holy shit, it's the most populous city in Indiana. Dang. So like, you could, I mean, you feel like you would have with that many people, you'd have at least somewhat of a scene, you better than think. our scene. You would think, but maybe yeah. it's just because. Well, we have a lot of Fort we have a lot broke. of cities very close to each other. We have Elkhart, Goshen, South Bend, Niles, Go, uh, Napanee. Napanee, yeah, yeah, and we've all we all frequent the, the same shows, and so we green. all know each other. So it's like a, it's like five cities that we're all kind of like six. tied together. Yeah. What? <laughs> I said six. Well, there's a bunch of new metal bands. And green so you got Split count. the Sea, Cutthroat Situations. Nautilus. I'm trying to think. Is there another band that just started playing shows? Uh, that uh, Baphomet Assault or whatever yeah, it's called. Show yeah, but they're All starting right. up. So lots of metal bands yeah. sprouting up out of the woods. Humanity right. level metal or yes. like they're yeah. heavier. They are. Yeah. They're yeah. metal. They're for sure metal. They're uh, they're from around here, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're, I feel like they're getting they're pretty cool. big. Well, I like their music a lot. They're pretty good. Just, just gotta get out there. <laughs> it's always a learning experience and yeah. um, being a singer myself you know I, I went through the whole process of just having uh, stage monitors and stuff and having horrible experiences with that I can get to that in a minute some fun um, situations but you know going from those to in your monitors and everything you know sometimes not only being able to hear yourself as part of the thing sometimes it's still not you know the performer necessarily maybe it sounds still good to him but like maybe the mix isn't right or maybe right. there's something really messed up you know going on there's a lot of different factors that go on oh yeah to the inner situation you know maybe a little bit more than stage monitors themselves honestly yeah and it's always <clears throat> it can always just be like oh my throat's sore so i can only stay in a certain part of my throat mm-hmm. to that sucks the, that to really get sucks. the vocal out otherwise i fucking it chokes yeah, like me this out. little area that you kind of stay in mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or there's like one little area that you always crack in if there's a note range around there. So then you have to experiment and go Mm -hmm. away somewhere, you know, where you're not used to. And then you're like, hope it sounds good. Yeah. You know, Um, but yeah, uh, the monitor situation is a very, very funny thing around at least the South Bend area. So we've played a couple shows um, where I have like some monitors, right? And it's cool. That's like a normal setup. This Mm -hmm. is years ago before I actually got in ears and everything. But we'll be playing. I'll play the first song. I'm like, I can't hear myself at all. I will be pretty much yelling into the microphone i'm like right up on it yep you know and i can't hear anything you know nothing at all i'm not happy with it 
I'm like, hey, sound guy, can I have more monitor? They'll be like, oh, I'm, I'm looking around. I'm like, where's the sound guy at? <laughs> I look at the board. There's nobody at the board. The sound guy is gone. <laughs> this has happened more than three times. More than three times. At different tell, venues? Yeah, at different <laughs> venues. Oh, yeah. All different sound this guys. This happens all like, the time. Yeah. yeah. I had one sound guy actually come by, set his stuff up. He had like a big board, like a Behringer X32 or something big like that. You know, not, yeah. a, not a cheap board. It's like a $2,000 board. But he came and set it up. Plugged in his speakers, had all the stuff going, and then he like had to leave and go do something. So then he let his friend work it, oh but he, his friend God. didn't really know how to work it. He set up like the main speakers. He put the thing down, flipped it, and reversed. <laughs> oh, mega reversed it, dude! He put the main speakers on the board where the monitor should have been, which is you know a completely different direction from the audience. Yeah. Um. So he plugged in you know the mains into where the monitor control is and then vice versa for the monitor. So it was the main control. So there, there was like feedback going crazy when the band was oh supposed to start. And he was like moving faders like crazy, but they weren't <laughs> set up right. And he was like, Oh, what's going on? I'm like, dude, can I please help you out? And he's like, I, I know this stuff. Okay. Looks I'm like, like, oh, yeah. I'm like Looks jeez, man. I so, try to give uh, no offense to any sound guys out there, but I try to give sound guys literally as little power over what we do as possible. Yes. No, like they may be the greatest sound guy that ever existed. But I don't like to put people in control of our stuff. Mm-hmm. So like our rack systems also. So everything except for maybe my volume is controlled by us. And then our, all of our backing tracks. Now we have dual monitors for ourselves that we just bring and set down for our backing tracks. So yeah. we can hear all that. Nice. And yeah, I just don't like because that happens. Yes. yes. That, that, <laughs> I don't like I don't like anyone to have control over our stuff cuz you run into a problem where like you're looking around and there's no one there and you're like well we want And you, play then this. you don't know what to do and you yeah, can't like, really continue cuz the sounds yeah. all messed up yeah. but that was that happened quite a few times until we got to the point where we are now where we made our own rack, we have our own digital mixer, we plug it's everything nice. into ours, we split it off. We have a feed, the sound guy has a feed. He gets his end, he controls how the audience hears us. We completely control it. We're all in ears. Yep. We mm-hmm. completely control how we hear ourselves. We have it on our phone app right there. We can just open it up, be like, oh, I need more vocals. Just bump it up real fast. Done. Don't even need to talk to the sound guy. Yeah. Just completely it's let it go. life changer. You'd yeah, be surprised how much it's quality of life it's improves for a band. We've made our setup like the easiest possible thing for a sound guy to like, you know, work with. But every once in a while, inevitably, we always oh have the dude that just refuses to work with us. about this, man. We we played this show over in Angola not too long ago. I'm not going to say what show. Um, the eclectic room. No, no, it wasn't over there. <laughs> actually, he says guys, he's not going to call people out, uh, sir. That, although <laughs> that is a cool venue. Uh, actually, there real quick, guys. Yeah. I hate to do this. I've never done this before. But I am on on time schedule, so they're going to carry the rest of the interview out. I got to get going. He's got to go. Cool. He has a body to dispose of before uh, yeah, people so get I home. I am so call. sorry. Oh, this feels really unprofessional of me. I, but, uh, no man, I'm so sorry. It's nice cool. meeting you guys. Yeah. Thank God, I thought he'd never leave. Yeah, fuck that guy. Take some bread. Taking your bread. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> See you, dude. Have a good one. Hi, I'm Shane, and I'm Austin, and we are the hosts of the Nice Boys Podcast. Hey, do you like friendship? You real horny for Scooby Doo? Do you love wrestling? Do you ever wondered what wizard was better between Gandalf and Dumbledore? Have you ever thought about Gary Busey having a vintage corn collection? You ever been to Butthole Mania? Hey, did you know that if you put 8005 in a calculator, it says a real funny word? Do you have an unhealthy obsession with all things croc-related? Hey, did you know that if you put 80085 in a calculator, it spells boobs? Are you okay with having a monologue from Independence Day on every episode of this podcast? 
If you answered yes or no to any of these questions, give us a try. We're just a couple of buds that like to make each other laugh. We don't care if you listen. We just want to kiss. Download Nice Boys anywhere you get your podcasts. Oh, uh, Bright Lights of America, Anti-Flag, great album. Oh, okay. That is a good <laughs> album. The, Hell yeah. That's the, the bit we do at the end. <laughs> That'll be fun to cut out and then put at the end. <laughs> oh, now yes. we're down one guy and you guys are down one guy. Now oh, it's the even. playing field is even. I was going to say, <laughs> the fight is even now. <laughs> oh, you said earlier you, Quick, you use a wireless mic. What brand of wireless mic do sure. you use? A Sure. Mm-hmm. I have the Sennheiser. Nice. Nice. Sure. That's I also very good. Just got the new Sennheiser wireless. I'm really excited. Yeah, it's it. really nice. But yeah, the show. So we showed up and we brought out our monitor rack and we were like, hey, you know, this is our monitor rack. Uh, where would you like it to be? You know, it's kind of your stage. You mm-hmm. have a, a workflow. Um, and they were like, uh, you're probably not going to be able to use that. We have we have good monitors. And I'm like, no, we're going to use this. We have a click track. So this is this is our show. We're going to use it. You know, and he's <laughs> like, I don't know, man. It was like it's one of two guys that we we're talking to. Who, uh so he was like, let's just wait for the other guy to come and you can talk to him about it. So other guy comes up after however um, much time goes by mm-hmm. and I tell him the same thing. He's like, he's like, well, okay, that should be fine, I guess. And we're like, you guessed, like, just say, okay. <laughs> yeah. And so you run sound. This is, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> once we got past that point, they have a, a stage snake that uh, they plug everything into and then it goes to their board, you mm-hmm. know, and that's their kind of set up there. Um, and I was like, all right, well, we have our entire monitor rack right here. And you have like 20 open channels right there. Like you have some of your mics and stuff set up on this very top row of inputs. But you mm-hmm. have this huge thing on the bottom that's just completely open. That's all being sent over. I was like, perfect. Here's my little stage whip. It's only like six inputs. Just plug these in real fast. You're golden. You mm-hmm. know, we make it super easy for the sound guy. And he was like, he was like, no, we're not going to do it that way. How we're going to do it is um, you're actually going to plug into all of our stuff. We're going to give you the feeds. And then... We're gonna have all all the control pretty much, and I'm like, what? <laughs> like uh, we made this come again. We made this dummy simple, and you want to completely mess with the system and like get convoluted and go like, yeah. You want to so make it difficult. After like talking with them about it, you know, they were like kind of ganging up on me, and they were like, listen, you know, this is how the Nationals do it. We've been around for a long time. Combined, we have 40 years of experience between us. So this is how the, those are the worst. Those are the this worst. This is how the real guys do it. To hear, yeah, it's when so an annoying. old dude comes and tells you how he's been doing sound for all these bands for a long, long, long time. But dog, technology <laughs> changes. It gets better. Okay, so we're doing our sound check right. Everything's going through fine. We're you know it was a headache to get there, but we're like all right. And then he's like you know okay drums full set bass. Can I get some vocals? All right, guitar. And I'm like playing my guitar. Nothing's going through at all. And like, I can't even hear it in my ears or anything. Mm-hmm. So it's not even going through my system. I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, well, do you have it plugged in right? Do you have your volume up? And I'm like, it's not my end. He's like, well, make sure you check everything because I'm not getting anything. You know, that kind of mm-hmm. BS. And then like they're yelling back and forth. The the board is like a little bit a ways away from mm-hmm. uh, the stage. So he's like, he's like, is it in channel 19? Like, no, it's supposed to be in channel eight. What are you doing? <laughs> you know, and they're like, no, it's supposed to be here. Plug this into that yeah. instead. You know, and they're yelling back and forth. Sounds and, real professional. And, like and they keep on doing that. And they're like, they're like, all right, is it coming through? And they're like, no. And it's like, well, what'd you plug it into? I'm like, Jesus Christ, guys. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm standing there. We're all just sitting there with our thumbs up our butts. Um, I'm not going to cuss. So. <laughs> wow. <laughs> How gracious. Yeah. Ass. He meant to say asses. <laughs> Booty hole. Um, so I'm like sitting there. I'm just like, Jesus Christ. I follow um, my line. I run a Helix. So I'm a direct guy. Mm-hmm. I run just my mic cable. I 
come from my board. I would just walk all the way around the stage up to the sound box. And lo and behold, there's the other end of my cable just sitting on the ground. <laughs> and I walk. It's like two feet away from this guy. I walk up to him. I grab it. And I say, hey, this is my guitar. Please plug it in. And he's like, uh, okay. <laughs> Four years experience, <laughs> yeah. huh? And I was like, whew. I was flustered, man. It was not good. It was not a good time. So I don't trust sound guys. <laughs> no, I mean I wouldn't either, especially if I would if I were to spend the money that like musicians spend on top notch equipment. Yeah. I wouldn't let no fucking old man touch my shit. Well like, yeah. he oh, yeah. he's he made a good example of like a lot of times you have people who just want they're just like they just want to run simple stuff. They're like, okay, just the simplest, dumbest thing. They don't want to do anything extra. They're like, no, 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 no. Yeah. I want to do we want to do the old way. Just like plug your old stuff in. It's like, well, we don't Neil have Diamond old stuff. Man. Like, we, have, we have a rack and we have in ears and we have this and that and that. And it's all real simple. We made it real simple. You can just plug it and they're like, no, we don't want to do that though. Yeah. And like they'll be like, I don't know whether it's like pride or laziness. It's pride. I'm yeah. sure. What? It's a bit but like yeah. they're like, <clears throat> you're not. You're just a local band it's like dude well it's probably not i mean it's probably some of that but it's also probably young bloods coming and telling mm -hmm. these old dudes that have been in the business a while how the things work and they're like oh no no that's not how i've been doing this for 40 years it's like yeah but you just learned what wi-fi was 10 years ago dog like this is all new shit. young bands also take themselves really seriously now like we're coming with a lot of gear and a lot of money we spent out of our own pockets right out the gate and like we're not like we don't want to just be a cover band, bar band, whatever it is. Like right. this is our original music. These are our equipment. We know what we want to do and how we do it. How it's gonna. We want to sound, sound good because yeah. these people. We want these people to have a good experience, mm -hmm. and they came exactly. to listen to us. So mm -hmm. it's important. It's really important. And like any band or any sound guy who's like, oh, they're just being prima donnas or whatever. It's like, yeah. dude, you shouldn't be hating on people who care about their craft yeah right exactly it doesn't make any sense and these sound guys you know a lot of them are arrogant like this and it's not okay to be arrogant but if you're gonna be arogant don't mess up like that bad <laughs> I mean, come on like at least <laughs> plug in the guitar before you start blaming mistake. me that something's yeah. on my end that's messed up you know like just plug in everything yeah. first i mean you were you were way more civil about hard. it than i would have been i'd have been like hey dumbass and i'd been like <laughs> that's why my fucking guitar's not working plug my shit in yeah, well. I'm, I'm always afraid of doing that, though, because like, with arrogant sound guys like that, it's so easy for them to be like, oh, whoops, oh, that fader turned up true, by itself. Wow, true. now it sounds awful. That I would be why. me if I was a sound guy. And then, yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no, none of your guitars work now. And yeah, then anybody yeah. can be like, oh, why does it sound bad? They can ask the sound guy, and he'd be like, well, they have bad gear. You know, it's exactly. something easy, it, yeah. something super simple like that. That's they can fair. just be, we're at their mercy, yeah. so Take you have battles. to respect them. So you just catch them out in the parking lot. Yeah, seriously, I wish. But there are some really great sound guys out there. That'll show them. There are some very, very good sound guys as well. There's definitely a mixed bag. We've been very, very impressed with some people, and they've been very easy to work with, and we've been very thankful for those shows that we played with those guys. And I wish there were more of them out there. Yeah, you know, it's it's usually the guys that aren't all, like, prideful and, you know, say that they have all this experience. Normally the guys that you wouldn't expect to have all this knowledge and stuff that are like really cool and they're like helpful and they work with us and things like that. But then you get the guys that are super arrogant and mm -hmm. they don't know anything. It's weird. Mm. Uh, more stories. I just thought of more things. <laughs> I, I could go on about this, but this is probably, we've been recording our album um, for like the last year. 
Ooh, probably going about 15 away. months now, something like that. A very long yeah. time. A, a very long time we've been going at it. We first conceived of the idea, I think, what, back in like June or something like that? Mm-hmm. Last it was year. like right after my first show with you guys, <laughs> you came up and you were like, hey, uh, I think it'd be really cool if we do an album. And I was like, I dig your shit. Let's do a record. You guys don't have any EPs or anything out. You're going straight with an LP out yeah. the gate. Yeah. Yep. Because no reason not to. We've done it before, and it's just like, why spend so much time, you know, making five or six songs really quick? Plus, we already have we already had a couple songs at that yeah, point, right? So we could have just done it real fast and been done with it. But we're like, we've always wanted to make an album, and I mm-hmm. think we can do it. Like, there's no reason to hold back. If we want to really go for it, then let's just not, you know, wait. Let's just yeah. go for it. Yeah. So, yeah, we've been going at it for a very long time. We've recorded it all at my house. Um, Obviously, I work at Guitar Center, so I got some good deals on some good gear. Right. Um, so we definitely had some good stuff to go at it. You oh, know, boy, and he's we, got the plug. Yes, <laughs> it's a very good plug. <laughs> um, but doing that, it's a double-edged sword. We've had a lot of time, like a lot of freedom to go in and do something, experiment, and come back to it, wait, you know, and just feel it out. You know, right. usually in a studio environment, that's like a professional. You're timed. Um, yeah, you're, you're timed. Me. You're paying for everything that you're doing, and you don't have as much freedom you know, as you'd like, because right. you got to be going, going, going. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's great that we got to do it like this because we got to really do something, take a step back and then look at it as a whole and then make changes as we needed. Um, so that was super cool. But also, you know, you can overindulge in that too much. Right. Know? So we definitely took more time than we should have on some things. Um, and that's just something that comes with experience to kind of know how to go into it next time. Right. But, uh, yeah, we definitely learned a lot about how we work together, our individual work ethic and Mm -hmm. how we want to achieve, you know, achieve something from start to finish and how to think about it, you know. Um, But after all that being said, we are now done recording and. Yeah, we have our initial mixes back, like I said a little bit ago, Mm -hmm. we have some notes that we have to talk to our guy that we hired and go through and do a session and clean it up and everything, get it finalized, but it's basically there. So that's the biggest thing that we have going on right now. We've been trying to play a couple shows here and there, whatever's worth it. You know, in the South Bend scene, there's a lot of shows that can be played. Um, We're kind of picky choosy at this moment because we don't have a lot of stuff out. We know that a lot of people probably won't come out to see us. Um, So we just kind of hop on the shows that if we have some friends that are playing some bigger shows and they're like, yeah, we know you guys are cool. We know blah, blah, blah. Then, Mm -hmm. you know, we'll, we'll get on those and that's, that's cool. And we're thankful for that. Um, But yeah, we've been holding back on shows and that's been exclusively what we've been doing. Just recording pretty much. This seems to be the, the uh, par for the course in this span of time is everybody's like, Oh, we got like two more shows we're going to do this year. And then the rest of the time we're just, we're writing, we're recording, we're practicing, we're working. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's the thing about like Midwestern bands is, you know, with winter, like no one wants to go out and play shows or go to shows. So it's like you kind of hole up in your house or studio or whatever, mm-hmm. writing wants music. to haul gear into a van when it's fucking yeah. 30 degrees outside. Yeah. And we have and we do. And <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's a process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of interesting that we're getting it done right now because it's just now starting to cool off just a little bit. It's going to. I know. Yeah. I fucking so, hate heat. I'm ready for it to be cold. Oh, God, but yes. I, I think I think that's a good thing though, because now we have a lot of ammunition to throw out to festivals and other you know venues and stuff and other contexts. Mm-hmm. You know, we do have a lot of bands that we've talked to, and we have their info and stuff, and we have a lot of um, 
venues in general just because we were 45 to Argus, Mm -hmm. you know, for a while. And we did get around a little bit there. Um, So we have a lot of people to contact. And now with this new album that we're going to be coming out with, we have a lot of stuff to show them and, you know, hopefully get a lot of stuff ready for next year when it starts to, you know, maybe warm up just a little bit and maybe it's not so hard to drive around. Right. You know, that's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, not a nightmare. it's really prime time. Honestly, a lot of bands think like, Oh, we'll just wait until like maybe February or so to just like start contacting places. Like, no, like do it in like October. If you're thinking yeah. for next yeah. year, you got to do it early. Cause these people, Cause that's what are, everyone else is doing. Yeah. Too, that's so. you gotta, you gotta be, you know, you gotta, you gotta, gotta get ahead it. of it. Yep. That's good that you're hoping to a big folly that I'm seeing right now is people are writing, whole LPs or a new EP and then they're dropping new music and then doing it almost nothing with it. They're like, here it is. And they'll play P- mm-hmm. an EP release yeah. or an album release. Yeah. And then that's it. There's like, I'm done. That's <laughs> that, that, that back was to it. regular scheduled mm-hmm. shows nice. and stuff. It's yeah. like, and so a lot, some of these guys are spending money. They're actually going to studios and doing this yep. and then they'll release it and they won't do anything with it. And it's like, you got to push I mean, if, if that's what you're doing, if like you want to make your band bigger, more well-known, known outside of your local scene and or state, like you could drop a, a brand new album. You got to push that album because that's mm-hmm. your Big time. that's your mouthpiece. That's like you said, you're talking to all these venues and stuff. Now you have something that you can show them a physical thing. Mm-hmm. And that's when you've got to push that for. I mean, that's what the big bands do. You write an album, you drop it, you push it for a year, yeah. you write for a year, you push another album. Like, mm-hmm. and, you just... and that's the thing until yep. something catches and then hopefully, you know, yep. you, you get some momentum going with that. But Drought yeah, it's, it's all on. trial and error. And it kind of sucks to know that there's not actually a formula that just works, you know, right. like uh, a lot of other, nice? a lot of other forms of uh, income, you know, usually have the typical like nine to five, come home, you know, mm-hmm. maybe do your side hustle and then go to bed and do it all again. You know, with music, there's no way, you <laughs> no. know, you, you, you can go at one it. One song, put it on YouTube. Just like, Oh, we did this in our bedroom last night and mm-hmm. it just fucking takes off. And now you're like on the news the next day. Yeah. You, you can yeah, pull you a can post Malone. That's yeah, post people, Malone. Exactly. Yeah. Blow up on almost nothing. And then yeah. there's guys who work, ass off for 15 mm-hmm. 20 years hustle and, you know? a hustle and a hustle and a hustle yeah yeah i think it's a combination of hard work and then just being in the right place at the right yep. time oh yeah Luck. you're mm-hmm. in the best you're in the best Dumb era work. ever to promote your own band though with the digital age i mean yep. marketing is free mm-hmm. like yep. you can market yourself and to a huge audience to and, the world <laughs> yeah and it's just um it's how much do you care about people hearing your music yeah. Like, how much do you want other people to hear your music? Because if you do, you're going to put money into it and time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, being a musician in a band is the most, like, not lucrative thing you can do. Like, you're going <laughs> to spend way more yep. money than you oh, yeah. ever make. Yep. But, like, the guys who do it and do it the right way and really care and you spend the time in the studio and you spend the time marketing, you spend the time playing and people see that people get that vibe. Like you might have bands you like local artists that you like to see. And they're your, like they're your local guys, but the guys you like see and you're like, these dudes are going to do something. And mm-hmm. those guys, like it's not because they're just like magically better than everybody else. It's just, they put that much more work yep. in yeah. their, their craft. Yep. 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 And it's really tough as well with, you know, the bands that we kind of play in, you know, the, the more, harder bands or the rock bands and stuff like that. You know, it's, it's a very saturated market with, I guess you could say it both ways. I was going to say, you know, the kind of hip hop and rap mm-hmm. yeah. guys, you know, the, that's, that's the big thing now, you know, yeah. back eighties, nineties, you know, even some two thousands, you know, that was a lot of, a lot of rock, you know, a yeah. lot of metal. That was, that was prime indie, time for that yeah. stuff. 
Um, but now it's really gone over to the more rap, hip hop, pop side yeah. of things. So yeah, rock and metal are both perpetually, perpetually on the cusp. We're stuck in the underground, mm-hmm. we're, but there's bands that are big enough that we're like almost there. Like you have bands yeah. like architects that are selling out stadiums and bring me the horizon who have moved over to a more mainstream sound mm-hmm. and are, you know, blowing things up. But then like 90% of the culture still underground playing lower venues. Yep not able to like grow up past break the glass scene. yeah yep so you're kind of like stuck you're either like really struggling and trying to push and playing which like the underground culture is great and like will love you and if you like make it to a national level on that you can live just on that i mean mm-hmm. august burns red's been playing what 15 years <laughs> yeah. they're still yeah. you know and they're playing the intersection in like mid-sized venues yeah they're Even still their icons yeah mid-sized venues but i mean they do them and they still make money and they still mm-hmm. play and like some people are like i mean if that's all i get i'm down with that if i can tour all year <clears throat> round and make music then hell mm-hmm. yeah and still come out positive you know yeah I mean, that's yeah that's it you know yeah and that's all like, about having fun yeah yeah and that's kind of like how we operate like we're not you know, our main goal isn't to be the biggest band in the world per se. I mean, we're always trying to get bigger and reach more people, but like, you know, I, th- I think at least for me, like I just want to play to a room full of people that just really dig the music, mm-hmm. sing along, have a really good time, dance, like, you know, just kind of be, you know, one with the audience. Yeah. Just have yeah. fun and be happy. <laughs> right. That's the big thing. You know, we, want to you know create an environment where people just feel safe and they're cool with coming out and it's just like nothing is wrong you know just like having a good time that's 100 percent everything about it um sure it's fun to have like a wall of death every once in a while <laughs> but sometimes people get hurt you know i saw a fucking article from riot fest that the village people got a yeah. circle pit and a wall of death yep <laughs> which is so awesome awesome that is like class a stuff right there it's kind of the law you gotta have Gotta have it. Same with the Wiggles, dude. People go out to Wiggles shows in Mosh Pit. <laughs> go hard, I think, dude. Chris from I think, Lenore was telling me about the Wiggles shows. Ready to Wiggle! <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, guys, <laughs> we appreciate you coming out and telling us your story and yeah, finding absolutely. out that you guys are cool and you're not like secret douchebags. It's always disheartening to be like, oh, yeah, here's this band I've seen a couple times and they're like, yeah, so we're like the fucking best and, uh, Everyone else can suck it. It's always a bummer. Do to people kind of say that? Yeah, that's like me. straight up. <laughs> I mean, this guy does. He's no, been no, saying no. it for months. No. <laughs> but no. Um, so one thing we like to do before we close out, and then I'll let you get your plugs in for what's coming up and where people can find you. What's a band you've been binging lately? Ooh. I have really been digging the new Blink One Eight Two album, which really? I, I didn't think I was gonna like because I was sort of on the fence with the last album they put out. California. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. There's something about just the way they did this. It feels like they've settled more into their new style. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I've been having a good time listening to it. Nick, I know you're listening. I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to tell your joke right now. So this new Blink-182 album is the best Alkaline Trio album we've ever heard. It's true. <laughs> it is true. And if you can accept that, then you'll like it. If you yeah. can't, uh, just go listen to Enema of the State. You won't, <laughs> yeah, you won't go wrong. You go. 
Um, Everyone, you're on Spotify right now. I'm on Spotify <laughs> looking at my does. list. A lot because, of people are like, uh, who have I been listening to? Yeah, I don't, to I don't know. I just like randomly listen. I don't have one band, so I'm just going to name off a couple people real fast yeah, that I've it. been jamming on. So Machine Gun Kelly. Nice. Um, Ooh, real quick to pause it. Have, yeah. Did you listen to his uh, collab with uh, Youngblood, Travis Barker? Mm-hmm. That, oh, yeah. I'm yep. Not Okay? Yep. I fucking love that song, dude. Yeah. yeah. That's, that, that's one of the songs that are sure. on my list right there. Nice. That could probably go under our basis, one of our bassist like big songs. He's been really digging that. Really in the young blood lately. Oh, dude, young um, blood's awesome. I met him at Rock on the Range. Oh, did you? Nice. I'm mad. His girlfriend, Halsey, was there. I would have preferred to meet her. Uh, <laughs> She's so good. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, Machine Gun Kelly. I guess Young Blood fits into that too. Mm-hmm. I have a couple songs on here, saved from him. Oliver Tree, Asking Alexandria. Oddly enough. Um, Highly Suspect and Imagine Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> that right there right. just gives you a glimpse right. of like just how weird our musical, you know, influences are. And just a little just, bit, you know, it's yeah. still kind of up there on like what's popular, but still, you know. Do you listen to Thirty Seconds to Mars by any chance? Okay, well, uh, then, he's not. In I the used cult, to. Bro. <laughs> no, listen, Chill out. listen, because their new album, that super radio friendly Thirty Seconds to Mars, yeah. the Auto Tune album. Yes. Yes. So there's a song on there. It was like one of their singles. I forget what fucking song it is, but it's the same. It's um, Radioactive by Imagine Dragons. That's the background music. Oh, no. And like he just, they just do different lyrics to it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember the song, but it's, uh, I was really upset because I liked Jared Leto and now he's, <sighs> now he's just a cult leader. I, Have you seen he that? He likes little mm-hmm. girls too, though. Oh, really? He likes them young. Ooh. <laughs> young and dumb. He likes them That's so good. That's, scary <laughs> El- it's got an Elvis I just like I don't want to be one of those like <laughs> I don't want to be one of those guys like I miss the good old days but you remember like their second album how just like heavy and awesome it was oh, yeah. and it was no, just yeah. like so cool and then was like the one with the tiger on it n- I think it was the one before that yeah. the one with the tiger on it was pretty good and then I just remember hearing that, Attack and was like wow this oh, is yeah. great yeah. and I loved Attack I was like this is really good music and they I have the Kill on it yeah, the yeah. Kill yeah. Attack Mm-hmm. Those are really good album, just yeah. really great album, and I don't, so I don't good. think they've really hit the mark since. They just, yeah. I, I don't know. I think they definitely haven't rocked out as much since, which is like, you know. Well, Jared's more focused on acting. He's not really into true. The whole... He is a damn good actor. I will give him that. He's alright. I saw some like Netflix movie with him in it where he was like a. He worked for some like um, the Yakuza. And this oh yeah, I watched that. This motherfucker had like ten lines in the whole fucking movie. Was he good. was just a pretty face, and I was like, "Fuck you, Jared Leto." That's the exact same as Suicide Squad. Ten yeah. lines, still True. very good. So. Yeah, still very good. He was great in that movie. Suicide Squad. Where he no, where he's in the Yakuza. That's fucking. That movie was awesome. I, mean, I watched was, that at like two in the morning out of nowhere. I was just like, no, really? yeah, I'll, I'll it watch was it." Fine, but I just can't. Like, how are you going to be the face of the movie and not have any lines? But right. that was the whole point. That's dude. what John Wick was too. So I can't talk shit. I love John Wick. I've never seen them. I'm gonna watch them soon. You should. Oh, they're yeah. fucking here. great. We should watch yeah. them together. You should, you should. do that. I went drink and watch them. They're great. <laughs> I was like, there's yes. no <laughs> way they'll live up to the hype at this point. Wait, you, uh, maybe. I don't work <laughs> until one tomorrow. Uh, same, actually. Oh. About to go watch so, John Wick. Owls are gonna be mad at us. <laughs> don't get. Don't, oh God, cut this part out. <laughs> don't get too like enthralled. Like, oh, the plot is gonna be amazing because it's not. The plot. No, it's Keanu Reeves being fucking Keanu Reeves, and it's amazing. But. It's about his dog, The main pull about this movie is that Keanu does every stunt in the movie. He spent cool. months training That's on being a badass with actual weapons. Mm-hmm. 
and he can fight now. So that's what's really cool. About He's it. one yes. of our national treasures. Oh he yeah, is. for sure. Dave Grohl is God, and oh, yes. Keanu Reeves is Jesus. True. That's a very yes. good. Like yeah. that. I'm, I'm behind whatever you're doing here. <laughs> I'm going to commission that. Where do we sign up to be in this church? I want to be in it. Oh, about I'm it. starting a cult, boys. Here we go. <laughs> sign yeah. us Start up. it up. I'll join. We'll get tax exemption from Guitar Center. Because oh, it's a church. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Sorry, Nick. You can't be a part of this. <laughs> he left leave. early. We're taking your spot, bud. All right, That's so where awesome. can the people find you, follow you? Everywhere. Everywhere, pretty awesome. much. We have all of our... All of our one songs on uh, <laughs> on the streaming platforms, all the big stuff, the Spotify, um, Apple Music, mm-hmm. Google Play, all that good stuff. Um, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can find us under just Autumn Academy pretty much. If you want to email us, you know, I'll get some info from us. If you ever want to book us anything, if there are any promoters out there listening, yeah. um, Autumn Academy official at Gmail. That's our, uh, that's our thing. So yeah, we have we're, a website, autumnacademy.com. Mm-hmm. Oh, y'all even got a website? Mm-hmm. Damn, yep. dog, we need a website. Yeah, that's you what do. we're working on now too. So what? we can sell them shirts. Man, tell you should get someone to make a side project to Junkie's website. <laughs> Doesn't have to be intense, just like one page. <laughs> just a single Look at the last podcast the website. Page. That's all I need. Boom. One page. But yeah. So um Yeah, I think that was it. And then album coming soon. Yeah. Yes. Very, 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 very soon. Sweet. November. We're calling November. November. November? November? Mm-hmm. Hell oh, yeah. November. Hell yeah. Okay, cool. Sweet. Now I'm excited. I was like worried because you're like, well, we got the first draft here, so then we got to send it back, and who fucking knows how long they take. So it might be like, earlier, honestly. Could oh, be earlier. Shit. Yeah. Happy Halloween, bitches. We should do it on Halloween. That would be I would cool. love to do it on we, Halloween. We were thinking of doing an album kind of release event party thing Yeah. Um, in November. Uh, just, yeah, it's a big fiasco. We're trying to schedule it around with uh, Notre Dame football in South Bend area, yes. and then all the other bands for Halloween shows. It's kind of crazy. So we're going to push it back to November. Definitely. But we could probably say. do it. You know, we could probably actually re- release the thing onto um, streaming platforms in October, I think. That's but sweet. if not October, it's definitely November. You yeah, should let Nautilus nice. be on that show, though. There you go. Hey. They pull sure. I mean, All right. Are you guys good? We're great. Okay. <laughs> he I says hope. they're good. Help He's us book the show. I am the vocalist. I hope years. that we're good. I really hope we're good. <laughs> <laughs> we're very progressive metal. Cool. We're into that. Yeah. Tyrell's really good at sneaking in his band anytime he comes. That's right. (laughs) He's he's like, hey. Promotion's important. You got to (laughs) promote. All right. Well, we uh, we appreciate you guys coming out, and uh, we look forward to seeing you around and listening to that next, that new album. Yeah. It was a blast. It's going to be fun. Right on. Thanks for having us, guys. Yep. See you around. I feel weird not having like an exit thing that Nick always says. Nick, you suck. (laughs) There we go.
Say 